entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. All right. God save the queen, man. That's our idiot president. For some reason, at some rally, campaign rally in Philadelphia, he mentions the queen, who, of course, is dead for, like, I don't know, like a long time, like she's dead, you know? There's a king now, Dupas. He wouldn't know that because he didn't go to the coronation, but anyway, God save the queen. What was that about? But he's lost. But it does go to show you how sick some of these networks are, and I'll tell you why. After Curtis Sliwa and Gordon Chang, just when you thought it couldn't get better, here he is, the editor of the National Review, Political NBC, on the show every Monday morning, my dear friend, Rich Lowry. Richard, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm okay. Had a good Father's Day. I had a lovely Father's Day. Thank you for your beautiful text. I appreciated that. It wasn't that beautiful, but it was a text. It was, no, it was lovely. <laughs> hey, at least, at least you texted me. I'm still waiting for Eric Adams to text me back. But how was your uh, Father's Day? Oh, it was very nice. It was very nice. Good. Very good. So he, uh, Biden's out there in Philadelphia. Hey, Philadelphia, unions and uh, workers, and I got you, and I love you, and, and I'm proud husband of uh, Jill Biden. I mean, shut up. <laughs> But then you have MSNBC. Dr. Joe Biden, come on. Right, doctor, right. So MSNBC this morning has on these uh, these animals, you know, they're animals, uh, the Mika and uh, Joseph and all these people. And they actually put up a uh, at the bottom of the screen, the Chiron, you know. They're talking about Biden out there in Philadelphia, and it goes, Biden's campaign starting to take shape. This, <laughs> I swear to God, starting to take shape. God save the queen. What are they talking about? What am I missing, Rich? Help me. God save the queen. I have to. I have to say, I think it means something. I'm not entirely sure what it means. But right. I think it's a phrase like you know, good luck in your senior year, and these other things he says, kind of out of context. No one quite knows. I, I've been more disturbed by other things, but uh, you know, we're, we're hurtling towards Trump, Biden, and uh, Biden's not exactly hurtling. He, you know, he, he's walking very stiffly toward, towards Trump, Biden. But Trump's polls are just, I mean, it looks like DeSantis actually might be, to my surprise, fading away, yes. uh, melting yes. away before yeah. before yeah. our eyes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Biden, although uh, Kennedy is going to stay at 20 or pop up maybe a little higher, no, no one's going to run against him unless he, you know, literally falls on his face. So uh, here we are. But he has fallen on his face. <laughs> He's uh, fallen he away. Has, yeah, but not, not like in a no. way that, you know, we've talked about where he needs to go to rehab facility no, or something no, like no. that. But cl- clearly Gavin Newsom, though, is like hovering over him. I hope you're okay, sir. Is everything <laughs> yeah, all right? Yeah. You feeling okay today? I'm just, <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> you're right. Then he kicks him when no one's looking. Um, yeah. but, but what about his campaign is taking shape? I mean, you, you, I know how badly they want to beat Trump. I know. There's actually a poll. That came out yesterday that while DeSantis at this point has virtually no chance to win the primary, I know we're still a while away. He has no chance, right? Trump would have to do something really horrendous. He's been indicted twice, impeached twice, and he's building his lead. So we know that. But there's a poll that came out yesterday that said Ron DeSantis has a better chance of beating Joe Biden than Donald Trump. That may or may not be true. Who cares? DeSantis is not going to win anyway. Yeah, I, look, I, it is it is still early. Things can happen, but um, 
DeSantis did his launch, and usually you want to get a bounce from the launch. There, there's been no bounce. There, there seems to be continued erosion. Uh, what accounts for it? I'm not entirely sure. Obviously, just Trump is the focus of attention. And where's the brag thing? The brag indictment kind of kind of went away. You know, this federal indictment is never going away. Um, you know, nothing's going to happen. There's not going to be a trial or anything before the election, but it'll just be a major focus. And it just makes Trump the, the topic of conversation. So Vivek Ramaswamy, what's his big campaign initiative last week? Saying he'll pardon Trump. You know, what's everyone else getting asked about? Will, will they, will, will they, or, uh, will they not pardon Trump? Silly. And it doesn't matter what they say. Because they're talking for Trump's purposes. Because they're talking about Trump, right? You know, and that's all that right. matters. I and, mean, Mike Pence was on with Chuck Todd. Meet the press yesterday. He asked him the same question: Will you pardon Trump? Fat Chris Christie, CNN. They're asking him the same question. It's all about Trump, and I don't know if it's because of some of the decisions he made with the books and the abortion ban down in Florida, or if it's just, hey, Trump doesn't like you, so I don't like you. But it is amazing how Ron DeSantis jumps in, and it's getting worse. Yeah, so there's there's a New Hampshire poll, and I, I don't know about the methodology and whatever of one one poll, but it had it. You know, Trump was in the 40s, and, and DeSantis was in the teens in New Hampshire, and the, the DeSantis people are saying, "Watch, you know, we're stronger in the early states." And it's not necessarily that ballot test spread that's that's most concerning. If if you're favorable to DeSantis, it was his favorable, unfavorable ratings were 46 favorable, 33 unfavorable, which is not great. And and prior to this, you know, it's been 80 20 everywhere. So what's happened? You know, is it is it Trump's attacks? Is it the fact that people just don't really like DeSantis once they once they get get uh, see more of them? Or as you say, you know, if Trump doesn't like him, does that just is that just determinative for a lot of voters? But if that's if that's a fair reading of where he an accurate reading of where he is in terms of his his standing with voters, you're right. It's just almost impossible for him to win. Rich Lowry joining me as he does every Monday. Always great. So uh, I'm at the uh, the Craig Carton, Evan Roberts, WFAN Celebrity Softball Game Saturday night. Don't brag. It was great. <laughs> I had two hits and uh, two great. line drives to center field, mind you. And uh, Gary Perone gives me the mic, and they go out there. There's about 1,500 people there. They drew a very nice crowd, you know. And I'm uh, pumping up my show and bashing Boomer and Geo, you know, all that stuff that I do. And uh, congratulating Craig Carton on moving to Fox Sports and leaving radio and this beautiful thing he did that night for the Joseph Lem Foundation. Joseph was a former cop hero who died in the line of duty. And at the very end, now I know I'm in Staten Island. That's my crowd. I know that. But at the very end, as I wrap it up, I scream, Trump 2024. And I'm telling you, Tiki spoke that night. Craig spoke that night. The loudest applause was right there. I Trump twenty twenty one. Yeah. You've informed me about something. I, I, I I'm usually just listening to WABC, as you know. But uh, you know, when it's a commercial or something, I, I flip over to the fan, and I flipped over on. Uh, Friday, and I don't listen enough to know. I know Boomer, you know, in the morning, but I don't know the afternoon guys. I know know their voices, but I don't know their names. And one guy was complaining that something good had happened, and no one, no one he used to work with had congratulated him or hadn't. So now I know it's Greg Carden going to Fox. So I get it now. <laughs> That's Craig. He's going to Fox. Yes, yeah, getting millions of dollars and leaving our radio behind. And uh, he, uh, you know, he, he got a kick out of the whole Trump thing too. Uh, Rich Lowry joining us here. This whole Hunter Biden thing, Jim Comer is out there almost every day. I bring on Nancy Mace out of South Carolina quite a bit. 17 more recordings and new bank records. And they seem to think they've got uh, Joe Biden nailed dead to right in this Hunter Biden scandal. But I haven't seen it yet. What are your thoughts? Yeah, got to see it. Got to see it. If these tapes exist, you know, that that would be 
um, consequential, but it's not clear whether they exist. If they do exist, you know, let, let's let's hear them. The thing that makes me skeptical of the the actual idea he took a no Biden took a no kidding bribe is not that I, I don't think he's corrupt. It's just I think they had a, a systematic way set up to hide their corruption, you know, through these LLCs, this family of LLCs with anodyne names. No one would know what they what they're about, and they take the lump sum payment from someone, you know, a Chinese intelligence official in China, and then it's parceled out to the rest of the family. Why would you go around that when you, you've relied on that for years? It's serving its purpose fine, and, and actually say, here, I'm taking a bribe. Um, but, you know, I've been surprised before, and we need to learn more. On the way out here, Rich Lowry, you're a diehard New York Yankee fan, a big baseball fan, like I'm a Met fan, and, you know, the Dodgers pulled off this event on Friday night for this LBGTQ Pride Month, which is ridiculous. It should be one day, and it's enough. But they have this uh, group, these Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence out there who make fun of Jesus Christ, make fun of Catholics. It's nasty. Sexual references and, and stuff you couldn't believe. And the Dodgers, after first inviting them, then not inviting them, had them on the field on Friday night. How gross is that for the Dodgers and the commissioner, Rob Manfred? Yeah, it's disgraceful. And and the Dodgers are, are a franchise with a history of being very pro-Catholic. Walter O'Malley was a, a devout Catholic. They'd have nuns night, like not, not drag queens pretending to be, to be nuns and, and mocking us, but literal nuns day at, at the stadium for years and years and years. So for this franchise to do this, for any franchise to do it, is just is just shameful. And it's really disturbing because we've seen the Bud Light reaction, right, that, which you, you'd think would make everyone else a little ner- more nervous about this yeah. stuff, but yep. no. And the problem is it's easy when you're at the fridge to you look at a case of Bud Light and you're like no here's here's a Coors Light that's easy but if you're a Dodgers fan you're not going to become a Giants fan right, right. <laughs> so right. it's right. much harder to make them pay a well, price that's, but uh, they they should pay a price they're not going and I made this point earlier I, I said you know when Colin Kaepernick took a knee and I felt man I'm I'm done I'm done mm-hmm. when Ray Rice knocked out his girlfriend in an elevator I'm done you know when when the NBA had BLM written all over the I'm done. And yeah. they're never done. Sports yeah. fans, no, I, I they're never done. I remember talking to you and Bernie about that. Sorry, guys. I'm watching the game Sunday. Right. <laughs> you know, so did I. I mean, I, I'm, di- I'm disgusted by all these athletes, but guess what? I love sports. I love my teams. I root for the laundry, not the individuals, and I never stop watching sports. Never. Yeah. But this, you know, this obsession with drag queens has taken over our culture. Oh, and it's okay for them to perform, perform before kids and be featured at baseball games. Crazy. It's sick. It's perverse. I am. But where did it come? Like my, uh, I have a friend. She remains nameless, and she's one of our dearest, closest friends. Like love her, love her, love her. And she had a big party last Tuesday in New York City. She, by the way, is a conservative. She loves Donald Trump. She had drag queens. Now, wow. in her business which, again, remains nameless. In her business, she does do stuff with them. I get it. But when did, when did this all start? I mean, when, when did drag queens all of a sudden become cool or, or uh, you know, everyday society? When was that? Yeah, I mean, they, they become like the new clowns. It used to be yeah. you, know, you, you have some, a clown come and, and make some balloon uh, animals for your kids. Now, <laughs> now you have have some you know, trans person twerk in front of your kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. really is terrible. Well, listen, you, uh, you're you always great. Love having you on Monday mornings. Another fantastic appearance. Rich Lowry, have yourself a great Thanks, week. Sid. My Thank man, Rich Lowry, the editor of the National Review. That wraps up a really good 7 o'clock hour. Three great guests with Curtis Sliwa, Gordon Chang, and Rich Lowry.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.